0: Everybody. My name is Ty. That's T-A-H, not T-Y. You can find me on Instagram at T-A-H-I-N-D-E-E-D. That's Ty indeed. You can also follow my business page at Ty which is T-A-H-C-O-N-I-C. So, my reason for doing this podcast is because I've had many encounters with Black youth and noticed that a lot of them, including myself and my peers, we all have similar stories. We all share the same feelings and emotions, and we feel as though our stories aren't properly being told, and who better to tell them than us? So I'm doing this so that all the kids and teens in the black community, such as you and I, and all the kids referred to as quote-unquote Oreo cookies because they quote-unquote act white, all the kids who refer to as devil worshippers because they like alternative music or they have an alternative style, this is for the misunderstood, all the kids who just need something to believe in. I just want to make sure that by the time I'm done speaking, whoever listening to this will leave feeling inspired and just we have a little bit of hope. And honestly, I won't be sugarcoating anything, anything that I say. It comes from my heart. I thought before I spoke it. And if you feel like you can quote unquote cancel me, then hit me with your best shot. So today for <laughs> my first episode, we're going to be talking about generational curses. So, some of you may know what that is. Some of you know what it is, but don't know that you know what it is. So, the definition of a generational curse is something that involves negative patterns from your family history that repeatedly shows up in your own life. So, some quick examples are destructive behaviors, such as if you can have a self destructive behavior, you could push people away. It could be using unhealthy coping skills. Some people use sex to cope. Some people use drugs to cope. Um, another example are unhealthy mindsets, which is mindsets in general. So a mindset could go as far as a certain way of thinking, a way of carrying yourself, a way of treating other people, and mental health. And the one form of a generational curse, which I'm really going to speak a lot about, is projection. Projection is the unconscious transfer of one's own desires or emotions to another person. So, in my family, I can admit there are generational curses. I'm not going to go in deep with it in in detail. But from a young age, I noticed that a generational curses were definitely present. And from talking to some of my peers and just different youths in the black community that I've come in contact with, I've noticed that a lot of us have those in our family. Me, from my experience, I can say that mental health is a form of one. Anxiety is a big one. And honestly, a lot of us that are like now 18, 17, 19, in the black community, a lot of us do suffer from anxiety, some suffer from depression, some suffer from a lot of different types of mental illness. And honestly, a lot of us do have that from our own personal trauma and our own personal problems, and then a lot of it is hereditary from not only the generational curse, but from, you know, family members. And throughout our childhood, I'm pretty sure a lot of you, including me, have just were labeled, like, whenever you felt upset you were labeled as oh you're just being dramatic or oh it's just the phase or oh you're just the kid or you don't have anything to really worry about like just things like that like whenever we would feel an emotion that adult didn't deem reasonable for whatever reason you know it would just get us pushed to the side or closed off or a label thrown on us honestly so it's like and a lot of us Blamed our parents because it's like you know if they would have just taken the time to really just say wow you know maybe my child is hurting maybe this person is hurting maybe this person needs like deeper attention maybe something deeper behind why this person does what they they do who knows like where we could have been like all it takes in life honestly is just that one person to just be like you know what I care and I'm gonna look out for you and do what's best but you see We were kids at the time. We didn't know. We were were just born. And it's like our parents tend to hold things over our head. It's like, oh, okay, well, you don't have anything to be sad about because you don't pay bills. You don't do this. I take care of the house. All you need to do is go to school. But they literally not understanding. Just them saying that right there adds fuel to the fire that we battle within ourselves. And it's just like we can't be mad at them I'm not in any way shape or form taking up for them but I definitely see where they're coming from because the generation before our parents our grandparents they weren't able to just they weren't able to sit down with their parents and say this is how I feel this is upsetting me this is bothering me when our parents were kids they were able to they didn't have the resources that we have to get the help that we need so it's like we can't be mad at them For not helping us because they don't know how to help, they don't know how to help us because no one helped them. And that's one of the biggest things about generational curses is that black people tend to just cover up trauma consistently throughout generation after generation, like, such as what happens in our house stays in our house. Like, that's a toxic way of thinking that enforce on a child because later on in life, you don't know what could happen to that child. A lot of things happen to us that we don't tell our parents. A lot of things happen to me that I don't tell that I haven't told my parents. Nothing like, you know, out of the, you know, just nothing too crazy, but just it's stuff that we don't tell our parents, and we all know that. And it's like saying what happens in our house stays in our house. That's destructive. Like, we don't, you don't know what's happening. So, you telling your child that it's forcing them to hold on to trauma and that later on affects them in life. Her kids become her adults and then once you become a hurt adult, then it's nobody cares. It's just, okay, you're a hurt adult, you're crazy, you should have got the help that you needed when you had the chance. But it's like, a lot of us don't have the chance. A lot of kids can't just say, I need counseling or I need therapy. A lot of people don't even realize that they do. A lot of people just feel like, this is how I was raised it's normal like this is the norm and another way too of a destructive mindset is saying things such as my parents did it to me and I turned out okay like the whole beating your kids thing me personally I feel like there are other ways to discipline your child you can sit down and explain to your child okay this is what you did and this is wrong don't do it again because a lot of times when kids do things, they don't even understand that it's wrong. They just understand that they're getting a beating for it. They just understand they're getting disciplined for it. Which causes them not even to see, like, they're wrong behind their actions. It's just, like, they're, they're fearing you. Like, they don't fear, okay, if I'm doing this, it's wrong. They don't care about that. They just feel like, I'm doing this. I'm afraid to get a beating. I'm afraid to get in trouble. If parents would really sit down and just say, listen, this is wrong. Don't do it again. Or there will be consequences I I feel like there are other ways I know there are other ways that you can discipline your child and that you can get your point across to them and like the whole my parents beat me and I turned down fine you didn't because I guarantee if you were in a situation where you made a mistake your first thought wasn't okay I need to call my parents for help your first thought was oh my god my parents are going to be mad at me or I'm going to get in trouble and that's not good I saw a post on Instagram that literally said that it was like, I want my child's first reaction when they mess up is to be, let me call my parent now, oh my god, my parent's gonna kill me. And that is a healthy relationship. Understanding that yes, I messed up and I may get in trouble for messing up. However, I can call on my parent to help me. I won't I won't have to feel as though I'm alone. Like, even though I'll get in trouble, like, I'll still have that help and that support from my family. And it's thing, and it ties into the whole generational generational wealth in black communities. Now, black people swear up and down that I want gen- they want generational wealth and they want better for their kids and then they're able to do better for their kids, but then they don't and it's people start to shame them like, Oh, your mom still pays your phone bill or I pay my own. Like just because your parents or just not even there's no one in general. This is just a general statement. Just because a certain person's parents does this, that, and the third for them, and your parents don't do X, Y, Z, don't shame them because that's generational wealth. Their, their parents worked hard, did what they had to do when they were younger, so that when they have a child, their child wouldn't go through the same struggles that they did. And I understand you're someone who. Is I would say you getting it out the mud, everything you getting like you doing it yourself. I can understand like how that would feel like if, when your peers and everyone around you is just getting stuff handed to them when they have mommy and daddy money. Like I get it, I get that would hurt and I get that that would frustrate you. But at the end of the day, you need to do what you need to do. Generational work, generational wealth, so is like start with you. Like breaking the generational curse can start with you. Like. It's, being in the black community, especially as a male, or fe- only a female, being in the black community in general, we are born with labels. Like Some of us automatically just do not, I don't want to say don't have a chance, but our chances at success are extremely hard. As a black male, I feel as though there are certain things that I have to think twice about that some of my peers who aren't African-Americans don't have to think twice about it. I noticed that there's some things that I I had to work a little bit harder to get some of my peers, black or white, just getting handed to them. And it's just like, at the end of the day, their parents and their family did what they had to do to make sure that their child, who I'm seeing, doesn't have to work as hard as they did. And me personally, when the time comes for me to have a child, I want my child to be able to have everything they want in me. I would want I want better for my child. I know that I want better for my child and so that means generational worth has to start with me. To backtrack to destructive mindsets really quick, I just want to say another form of a destructive mindset could be saying things like that's still your mother or that's still your father or that's still your uncle or, that's still your aunt or, that's still this person or, that's still this person. Family At the end of the day, none of us ask to be born. Literally, none of us ask to be born. Family is supposed to be there for you, supposed to love you, supposed to support you, supposed to treat you right, make you feel comfortable, make you feel loved, and make you feel special. That's just that. We didn't ask to be here, but we're here. Your job is to do right by us, treat us right, make us feel loved, honestly. And if someone is making you feel anything less than love, making you feel uncomfortable, making you feel hurt, just, not making you feel the way that you feel and family members should make you feel, you do not have to deal with them. Saying that still your relative to me feels as though you're... You're basically sweeping my problems under the rug. Basically, you're saying, yeah, that's wrong, but it doesn't matter because that's still your relative. When you say that to me, it just shows me... It makes me feel as though you're invalidating my feelings. I'm telling you how this person did X, Y, and Z and hurt me and made me upset, and you're telling me, okay, but that's still your relative. Our conversation will be over as soon as you said that because, honestly, you're not understanding what I'm saying. I'm telling you that this person hurt me, and you're saying, okay, this is still your relative. However... A relative is not supposed to treat you like that do your relatives treat you like that and the whole some things you just got to accept or that's just that's a part of life that mindset is also destructive and I feel as though it's toxic because it's like you're teaching us to just accept things and be okay with things that we're not okay with like things that you wouldn't even be okay with if it happened to you and I understand that in life, sometimes you do have to bite the bullet. Sometimes you do have to fake it till you make it. But when it's to the point where faking it until you make it or biting a bullet is hurting you mentally to the point where it could even hurt you physically, then I feel like, no, you don't have to accept it. If you feel as though it's worth it and you feel as though it's worth the fight, then go for it. Don't accept it do whatever you need to do to better the situation for yourself. Uh, one of my my favorite quotes, or well, one of my favorite quotes is from Malcolm X. And he says, if you stand for something or fall for anything, meaning you have to stand for something. You have to know in your heart that this is what you want. This is what's right for you. This is how you feel. This is, you feel strongly behind this, that, and the third. If you don't, you'll just easily accept things that you're not okay with consistently and then you'll just find yourself not even happy. And then you're wondering why am I not happy? Why do I feel as though there's a void? Why don't I feel like, why am I not as happy as my peers? Why do I feel like something's missing? And you know, you might try to do different things to fill the void. Some people might shop. Some people might smoke or drink or do any other type of substances. Some people might use sex to cope. Some people might write. Some people might listen to music. But it's like, no matter how much you do that, you'll still just feel empty. You'll still just feel hurt, and it's because you have to stop accepting things that you're not okay with. You have to be unafraid to shake the tables. You have to be able to sit. You have to be able to sit and just think. You know what? This is not right for me. I don't like this. What I want to do is this, that, and the third, and I'm gonna do it. You're gonna have to listen. You weren't put on this earth for people to like you. A lot of people, when you stop accepting things that you're not okay with, a lot of people in your life, you lose them. A lot of people in your life, y'all start to just, you know, not even be close anymore. They start, like, when you start putting yourself first, it is hard. It's extremely hard because people start to see you developing into your own person, into your own mindset, and see, okay... This person can't be manipulated, and when they see that you can't be manipulated, instead of you know respecting you for having your own thoughts and opinions, they they label you as problematic or a problem child or disrespectful, which is their favorite thing to say. They just give you all these negative labels, and when, when in reality, it's not there's nothing wrong with you. You're just becoming becoming your own person, which is fine, and it's all and because. Our parents, when they were our age, when they were children, when they were younger, they weren't able to do that. It was just whatever your whatever their parents said. It was just their way or the highway. And they, unfortunately, we were just forced to accept things that they weren't okay with. And then a lot of parents, they have children because they feel as though, okay, I want to have a child so I can be a better parent than my parents. That's deeper than just, oh, I'm not going to beat my kids or I'm going to buy my kids everything they want. A lot of times parents, like I said earlier, projection. A lot of times, they project a lot of things onto us because a lot of parents don't know how to be parents, which is fine. It's understandable. However, that doesn't mean that us are getting the short end of the stick. No, it doesn't mean that's right. But, you know, it, at the end of the day, it is just something to think about. It's not an excuse for them because if you're ready to lay down and make a child, you should be ready to take the steps that you would need to take in order to ensure that they have a good life in order to ensure that there are no generational curses to make sure that they start with you so that your family so that your family can just be good y'all can be happy, y'all can be close your child can come to you about things like for an example there. for an example say a random person no one in particular has a child and uh, they have a daughter and they constantly slut shame their daughter not even like direct slut shaming just but it's just like saying things like oh you can't wear that because of boys you can't do this because of boys you can't do that because of boys that's a destructive mindset you're telling your daughter that she can't like show the body that she was born with because of what a male might do to her I mean, I get that you know. Okay, the town that we live in is definitely a crazy time, and it it's definitely a lot that goes on. I get it. However, what really should be taught is that no means no. Ask for consent. Like you ask, the person says no. Okay, that's it. And so it says say one day your daughter, she flushed the field. she doesn't, but the daughter doesn't see it as okay. The parent is just looking out for me. The parent's doing it the best. The child sees it as slut shaming which in a way it kind of is and the child goes out here with her boyfriend meets a guy meet a guy he becomes her boyfriend and they hang out and then he starts to like assault her but she gets away and, you know in time and she comes home she's not going to feel comfortable talking to her parents because they slut shaming her their parents don't make her feel welcome and honestly that can lead, that goes back to the destructive mindset by saying things like what happens in our house stays in our house. She will keep that a secret and who knows how that could affect her like later on in life. That could affect her future relationships, whether it's sexual, whether it's friendships, whether it's anything. Like That could affect her in more ways than anyone would understand. I feel like parents really need to understand that they set the tone in a way for how We live our lives. Like, if we come to to you and we say, hey, I feel like X, Y, Z, and they just straight invalidate our feelings, okay, that's going to make us feel like, well, I might as well keep it to myself because my feelings get invalidated every time I try to speak. And then when kids do unfortunate things such as, you know, commit suicide or just cope with the wrong things and end up on the unfortunate side of it, then it's, oh, they should have talked to someone they should have spoken out, they should have spoken up, when in reality they tried, they've been trying, and they were just ignored, or they felt like their feelings were invalid. Basically, to sum everything up, I'll just say this, do not accept things that you are not okay with. It may be hard. It may cause a lot of problems for you. I know firsthand that it will cause a lot of problems for you. But at the end of the day, like I said, you were not put on this earth to be liked. Some of you may believe in God. Some of you don't. God put everyone here for a purpose. And even if you don't believe in God, you still are here for a purpose. One encounter that you have with someone could literally mean the world to them. Which is another reason why I felt like doing this. Because I I know there are people out there that go through similar things that I do. I know there's people out there in the black community that need a voice. I know that, I just know that someone somewhere needs to hear this. So remember, do not settle for anything that you don't want to settle for. Don't accept anything that you would not be okay. Don't, listen, live for you. And that's the only way I know how to end this. Just live for you. Do not be afraid to speak up when something isn't right. Don't be afraid to ask questions when something doesn't feel right. And remember that you are not alone. It may be hard to find someone to relate to or to talk to, but remember, you are not alone. And if you know someone that, if you or someone you know can relate to anything I said, send this to them. This can help them. This can heal them. This can give them hope. Just honestly live for you. Don't be afraid to speak up. Don't be afraid to speak out. Don't be afraid to ask questions. And stay safe.